This is The Uncomfortable Truth, and I'm Alan Weiss. This week, it's the law. Anatole France, the French intellectual, said once that the law, in its majestic equality, forbids the rich, as well as the poor, to beg in the streets, to sleep under bridges, and to steal bread. Isn't that equitable and fair? There's a phrase in the law that particularly bothers me among lawyers, and it says, argue the merits of your case. If you can't argue the merits, argue the law. This suggests that the law is a code and doesn't really represent justice. It represents its own universe. You know, they're not called courts of justice, are they? They're called courts of law. Justice is about being fair and reasonable. It's about judgment. Law is a system of rules. Since the days of Hammurabi and the Babylonian Code, it is about enforcement. I'm watching reruns of Law and Order all the time, and it talks about two different kinds of organizations, the police who enforce the law and the prosecutors who prosecute it, who prosecute the lawbreakers. Yet enforcement of the rules is seldom black and white, is it? Which is why we have judges and juries. The problem is the judgment in application and the quality of representation. You know, I had a full scholarship to Rutgers Law when I got out of Rutgers undergraduate school. Some of you might know that. I absolutely else aced, aced the LSATs. That's the law, you know, achievement test. And I could have gone to Rutgers Law, one of the top schools with a complete free boat scholarship, everything paid for. But I ran out onto the streets of Newark when I was talking to the Dean of Admissions. I realized I could never be a lawyer. And if so, as my wife says, it would have to be a trial lawyer. The U.S. Constitution is on four sheets of paper, including the signatures, and it runs about 4,500 words. The law creating for recycling, say, in a mid-sized city could run to 20 pages. And for something like a federal act on the protection of wildlife, hundreds or even thousands of pages. When corporations defend themselves against suits today, they routinely try to drown the plaintiffs in paperwork. Literally hundreds of boxes of materials with thousands of sheets in every box sent to the plaintiffs for review, for disclosure, to try to find if there's a needle in the haystack. Moreover, a wealthy defendant or plaintiff these days will get a better attorney and a better chance of winning a case, period, punto. As in education, we've discriminated against the poor through our attempt at equality, legal aid, is supposed to be the same as saying the wealthy can't sleep under those bridges. Legal aid, unfortunately, and I mean nothing pejorative to these attorneys who are trying to provide it, is not the same as a high-priced law firm, is not the same as lawyers who have connections. A, quote, jury of our peers, unquote, is entirely suspect because jury experts and challenges to the jury during voir dire, which is selection, rule out people likely to be unfavorable to one side or another. And many people get out of jury duty anyway, legally or otherwise. So the whole concept of a jury of our peers, to me, is not necessarily true. I recently served as a foreperson for a county grand jury, which is a 90-day accountability grand juries decide whether to indict someone or not. The county administrators were very nice, very professional. We were allowed an absence if we needed one, for example. Yet in 90 days, we never met once. We were never, ever convened. And now we all have a three-year waiver. 
a three-year excuse, a three-year justification for not serving again. Exception. Why do we have several county juries here in Rhode Island, as well as a state grand jury system? Why is that? From municipal courts and their traffic tickets to the Supreme Court and precedents that challenge society, Roe v. Wade on abortion, Brown v. Board of Education on segregation in schools, the quality of the attorneys and the politics of the judges and justices affect the outcomes. You can find judges at all levels of the system appointed by politicians who, coincidentally, are of the same party to which the appointees have donated six figures in support over the years and sometimes seven. I've seen it. Is this different from the popes of old, from the Borgias and so on, making friends and relatives and even small children cardinals of the church? I see no difference in terms of corruption. And to take a page from the Shell Law and Order, which talks about both enforcement and prosecution, the enforcement itself can vary hugely before it even gets to prosecution, even in terms of deadly force and especially with minorities. Driving while black is a real and potentially deadly fact. No matter how much it may represent a small part of policing, it's real and it's there. We need fewer lawyers and fewer laws, not more lawyers and not more laws. We need more judgment and less rules. We need people to look at the merits and not argue the damn law. Maybe then no one will have to steal bread or beg in the streets or sleep under bridges. And that is the uncomfortable truth. (laughs) 